"'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, except for a neo-pagan conglomeration of uh, pre-Christian mythology grafted through, uh, or reflected through, uh, some mid-1800s storytelling and slapped with red from a Coca-Cola marketing campaign. Of course, I'm talking about Santa Claus. This is the Kyle Style Podcast. So if you're like me and you're just a regular old American, put my pants on one leg at a time. Sometimes both, you know, sometimes I like to like hang up, you know, hang them upside down and I do a handstand and then I drop them and they fall on. It's just something keeps you, keeps your reflexes good. If you're like me, you grew up with the, you know, what we now think of as traditional Santa Claus thing and the whole, the Christmas tree and the the presents and the stockings and the, it was great fun, right? And yet, you you think about it, what the hell does that have to do with Jesus? <laughs> and Jesus' birthday. Well, I'm going to explain what I'm able to find uh, with a little bit of Googling here. And I hope you, you enjoy my findings and make this into a little, uh, this is the Christmas episode, I guess. If you enjoy this, uh, head over to the GoFundMe page, throw me a couple dollars, or, well, it's a little late for Christmas shopping, but, uh, maybe it's a late Christmas present. Head over to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Kyle style design, pick up some of my original artwork on, uh, shirts and hats and clocks and phone cases and all that good stuff, and, uh, get some original artwork in your life or for a loved one, because, is better to give than to receive, especially during this, the holiday season. So, anyways, the popular myth of Santa Claus and the reindeer and the whole thing, the coming down the chimney and everything else. You go, okay, God sent his only begotten son and he was born in the manger and then the three wise men came, but this was all like in the Middle East, so it was like a desert, and so there was no Christmas trees. And then you know they brought gifts for Jesus, so maybe that's like a connection to our gift giving thing. But that's uh, sort of tangential. Here's what I was able to find. Now, stop me if you heard this one, or keep listening. Saturnalia. Right, Saturnalia was a Roman holiday in celebration of the god Saturn, and amazingly, uh, it's kind of it was kind of like the Purge. <laughs> okay, um, the Roman uh, well, they were pagans, uh, you know, polytheists, and according to this source, and and I, I've seen this same text on another site that was... This is the source I'm going with because this is the most fun. Uh, According to this source, in Saturnalia, there was a week-long period in Rome where courts were closed and there was... that It was Roman law that no one could be punished for damaging property or injuring people during that week. Right? So... 
a week of lawless uh, revelry, and they would uh, kind of heap the all of the sins committed during this week on one person uh, known as the Lord of Misrule, and then at the end of the week they would uh, kind of off with their head, and that would sort of cleanse everybody of their sins. Now, during this uh, Saturnalia festival, like uh, uh, a master would serve dinner to his slaves, and and the whole society turned upside down. People were uh, singing naked in the streets and going going absolutely bonkers. Now, this would be quite a sight, uh, interesting to see, but uh, there's even talk of, you know, human sacrifice during this period and rape and, and everything else. Now, you grab, you well, that doesn't have much to do with the jolly old fat guy coming down the chimney. Well, as, uh, as the Christians took over after, uh, well, I guess after Jesus and after the rise of early Christianity, so the early 100 ADs or BCEs, the uh, the Christian leadership tried to take control of this, you know, like this was how people celebrated at that time of the year. So they kind of uh, uh, made him go, okay, yeah, it was Jesus's birthday. Oh, okay. All right, so we're just going to keep celebrating. And then they kind of reined it in and said, well, you can't be running around naked and there's no crime and all that other stuff. So they changed the nature of the holiday but kept the date. Now, as Christianity spread throughout Europe, they encountered all kinds of different groups of pagans and you know animal worshippers and all kinds of other stuff, Germanic peoples and everything. And they had already had their own customs and everything else. So they kind of grafted those on and there's long been these sort of uh, you know midwinter celebrations of one kind or another and so they just kind of shifted the date a little bit and then said yeah well you can keep your kind of local customs and this is where uh, I've said it before but uh, this is where the Celtic cross kind of comes from they uh, this is my understanding they basically couldn't get the Irish the Celts to stop worshiping the sun so they just kind of stuck the sun as a circle uh, uh, behind a cross and called it good so they the Celts were like yeah, okay it's still the sun yeah, it's the cross all right they kind of put the two together called it good so that's kind of what you have here with uh, the northern European tradition and this is where you get this bearded guy and the flying through the sky and the coming you know into the house and giving gifts and all this stuff um they, the the original Santa wasn't a fat guy, right? He wasn't the fat guy in the red suit. Uh, that was the Coca-Cola marketing thing to make uh, uh, Santa reflect those colors, and there you go. But uh, Thor was this bearded guy. It's basically the basis for Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, and he would go around in the wintertime and, you know, deliver gifts and things. And this is all very dark, and, and it's interesting because it gets very speculative. Like, there's, it, it's very sort of wishy-washy how all these different connections kind of come together, right? But... Uh, you have this bearded guy, and he rides an eight-legged uh, horse creature uh, through the sky, and 
you you, in, you introduce that it's uh this you know you take the Roman thing that it's the twenty fifth and you're supposed to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus, and then they kind of go, well, yeah, but we are doing this whole thing, and then you kind of make the two work together. Now, so now, now you have here also the 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 myth of Saint Nicholas, right? Down through the chimney with old Saint Nick. Okay, so Saint Nicholas was this uh, uh, figure who operated i guess it was a I guess it was a real guy right he be, later became a saint but he uh operated in turkey around 270 ce and he later became a bishop but he was this sort of generous guy and uh allegedly gave money to um a uh, to serve as a dowry for some young girls who their father was going to have to sell them into slavery because they didn't have a dowry to get married. Um, I guess, you know, used to have to pay men to take women. <laughs> uh, but uh, the he, he became the patron saint of uh, the poor and uh, sailors. And this cult of St. Nicholas kind of spread around in it because it had this generosity to it and that adds to that Christmas spirit aspect the the generosity and everything else so uh, when he reached when that idea reached you know then the northern Europe you know, this is where you also get that uh, Woden Wotan uh, Odin thing kind of grafted on uh, because they liked the the generosity aspect. This then evolved in different ways, of course, and eventually went across the sea and you arrive at uh, America. And the Dutch brought their tradition of celebrating Christmas and Santa and all that stuff. And apparently over there, I think they're still doing like, they do like a blackface thing. It's like you're covered in soot like you came down the chimney. And this has caused a lot of confusion for our uh, uh you know, American counterparts, because they see that, and they think it's incredibly inappropriate, but the Belgians have no idea about minstrel shows or any of that stuff, so to them, they're just doing their thing. It, it's not racist, they're just doing their thing. So, over here, you had, what was the guy's name? Clemente? Uh, Clemente? Where is it? Dr. Clement Moore, a professor who wrote, uh, was the night before Christmas. And that's where a lot of our, you know, imagery of modern day Santa comes from. The the his belly shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly, something like that. And he had the eight tiny reindeer, so he's got the so he's got eight reindeer instead of an eight legged horse. He's got the eight reindeer pulling a sleigh, he flies through the sky, he comes down the chimney and he brings gifts. It's it's a whole thing, right? So they basically took all of that imagery and then they kind of turned it into some kind of new fun legend thing. And then, the as someone else I've mentioned on this podcast, a sort of a, a little bit of a, a personal hero of mine, Thomas Nast, who, again, created the uh, GOP and uh, Democrat uh, totems, the elephant and the donkey, he created that 
Santa. He created the Santa. He's kind of chubby, and he's got the fur-lined suit and and the the puffy the red cheeks and everything else. Um, and then later on, it was another illustrator, um, eh, Coca-Cola Company, eh, commercial artist. There it is, a Swedish commercial artist named Haddon Sundblom, to infuse it with coca-cola and that imagery with coca-cola and red and and then you get the red santa and the red suit and the beard and he's got the thomas nast look which is a chubby version of thor essentially and which is a (laughs) a northern european pagan uh figure grafted onto the saturnalia celebration which was the christmas perch Right, like the movie The Purge, where there's like a day of lawlessness. This was like a week of lawlessness, and then the Christians kind of took over and then clamped down on it and changed it and transmuted it into the 25th of December the celebration of the birth of Jesus, which is not really when Jesus was born, apparently. And then you f- infuse that with some weird, crazy, you know, pagan stuff. Uh, in Northern Europe, and you come up with modern-day Santa Claus, right? So, I... And again, and there's even more speculative stuff that the... uh, I don't trust this information, but it's interesting that Siberian and, you know, Scandinavian shamans, right? So this was like pre-Christians. These would have been like witch doctors, essentially. They ate the Amanita muscaria mushroom, which is the the red one with the white spots. Like in Mario Brothers, you eat it and it makes you bigger. And they would eat these, and that's where the berserker thing comes from. You'd eat these things and trip out and, you know, go crazy, go bonkers. Well, the idea is that they had these huts, and then the huts were open at the top to let the fire out like teepees, and the snow would be up to the top. And so then around the winter solstice, which is another kind of grafting on of the uh, the Christmas celebration or Saturnalia, that they would come by with mushrooms they had collected, and they would come down the chimney, quote-unquote, uh, through the top of the teepee, and then deliver mushrooms to people for them to eat, and then he would be dressed in a costume, and this gets all speculative, and even the source I found goes back and forth within it, and I'm not... Uh, I I like that story, I like that idea, uh, but it's not, I don't consider it reliable. But then again, the uh, the source that I'm looking at for the Saturnalia description is uh, some kind of Jewish uh, website, and they seem to have a bone to, bone to pick with any kind of pagan, like they very much are, ah, that was some pagan stuff. So, anyways, we'll, we'll get back to the present here. So you got now, you got war on Christmas, you got all this stuff. And even as a non-believer myself, I don't find a particular reverence in the, like, celebration of the birth of baby Jesus, right? It's like, uh, okay, whatever, it wasn't even the right time of year. But it's a cultural holiday, sort of like Fourth of July or President's Day or, you know, call it Veterans Day, where we inspire, um, we inspire the, the gift or the, 
the sense, the love, the uh, the generosity and humility and friendship and family and food and drinks and uh, and gift giving and despite how dark in some sense it has become i'm one of these people that i i absolutely hate this black friday madness where this consumerist nonsense where people get trampled to death and pepper sprayed and killed to get a flat screen tv or whatever it's just pathetic and gross and people need to stop doing that but thinking back i had you know different uh I don't want to say I have a broken childhood, but I had a childhood where I had different family groupings at different times and different places where we had the Christmas tree and we had the family. And thinking back, it's like it was warm and it was fun and everybody was kind of happy and you gave gifts and, you know, you always got socks from grandma and that was like the least cool present you got. But, you know, you as an adult, I mean, that that period from i don't know you know two or three maybe two i mean i i didn't find out santa wasn't real until i was like 25 so you know that whole period is is very fun and it's very it's very sweet and it's it's good natured you know the you play along with the santa thing and you maybe even try to shield children from finding out that Santa isn't real, just so they kind of have some magic, right? It's just kind of a fun little magic thing, and it's almost a little practical joke, too. You're kind of in on it. And then when they get older like me, then they go, ha, 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 okay, I'm going to do that, too. It's just kind of fun, and it's it's cute. And it helps, especially the wintertime, you know, because winter sucks. I mean, everybody, try to, they try to postcard it and, you know, uh, hallmark carded as these snow covered things winter sucks it's cold and there's snow and everything gets wet and then there's like frozen mud you know like only worse than like like mud is like like thawed mud i guess is worse there's better than frozen mud but it's just everything is frozen and it's cold the only upside is there's no bugs and it's just it just eats at you and especially the short days you know it gets to you and then you have this warmth thing and that and that's the other part is that uh you know that kind of pagan thing of bringing the tree inside and you know uh trying to trying to spruce up the 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 indoors and burn the yule log like you'd have a feast and burn the yule log is like the a big huge log and you would try to burn the you know you would try to burn it and and make a huge fire and heat the hall up and have all the have all the good food and just sing and sing and dance and be merry. And there you go. It's a merry Christmas because winter sucks. And you know, I, I I've never felt like Christmas was under threat. You got you know people like Fox News promoting this war on Christmas and all this other stuff. I feel like that's not really true. Even if people don't say Merry Christmas, guess what? they still have the Christmas spirit and people still love Santa Claus. And I would maintain that black children don't care if Santa is black. You can have a black Santa, I guess, if you want, but Santa's magic, right? Santa's great. 
Santa is a little creepy as an adult knowing that it's not really you know, Santa Claus. But as a kid, it, you know, it, Santa's a magical figure and it seems real to you. It's fantastic. It's great. And you give gifts. And, you know, my mom still does it. She'll she'll send me a gift and she'll say, oh, this is from Santa. Now, the thing is that it's supposed to be fun. And obviously, as I laid out, it doesn't have anything to do with Christianity. <laughs> I mean, the Catholics are all going to their midnight mass and all that. But it doesn't really have anything to do with Christianity. And it doesn't really need to. It's a thing that we do each year in order to show our support, our appreciation, our love for each other, our um, our hope for looking forward to the new year, a chance to reconnect with our friends and our family. Sometimes you don't like them. <laughs> Sometimes, like the Jeff Foxworthy joke, like all you know about them is that you ask them to move their car so that you can pull out of the driveway, and that's the only thing you ever say to that uncle or cousin. But they're there, you know? They're there, and they're another face. They're another. Uh, they're another person drinking the eggnog, and we, we, we have this, right? We we have this, and it's fun. It's like Thanksgiving. It's fun. You got people like even I'm trying to do it. I'm picking it apart and turning it into something else. But you know, we're we're not worshiping Thor, and we're we're just having fun with the holiday season that we've all come to accept and again like growing up with it i i i wouldn't trade it for anything you know and even though i'm like a non-believer heathen now i would still do christmas and you know explain the whole thing and and uh well not the whole whole thing not the thing i just explained but the the general gist of what it is and the gift giving and the 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 feasting and all that fun stuff and in light of you know especially this you know this terrorist attack in in berlin where they crashed the truck into the you know christmas market just you know they're not gonna stop us from you know that's not gonna stop us from wanting to portray our holiday and practice our holiday our holiday is is fucking great, right? Our holiday is great. We uh we we drink, we eat, and we exchange gifts and we try to keep everything warm and we put up special lights and try to just help make the darkness of winter not quite so crappy. And I I don't see it stopping anytime soon. So that's uh Kyle's rambling thoughts on Christmas and how even an atheist still loves Christmas still loves Christmas and I'm I I'm looking forward to finishing out this year. I'm looking forward to seeing get this. I'm looking forward to seeing the faces of people I got gifts for when they open the gifts that I give them. Right? It's not just about me getting gifts. It's about me giving gifts and seeing someone go, oh, that's exactly the thing I needed, right? Or that's exactly, maybe they asked for it. That's exactly what I asked for, but it's uh, it's so great. Now I have it. And you get to make someone else happy 
by giving them a gift. And it might be something you made, it might be something you found, it might be something you bought. It might be something that you will do together, right? But anyways, um, you know, Merry Christmas to everybody. We're in a, I'm going to try to get one more at least of these things out before the end of the year because 2016 has just been a doozy. And I appreciate all of the listeners. I mean, I've, I'm just kind of hanging in there. I'm getting my little listenership, and I appreciate you listening to Kyle Ramble. So, um, so you hear my voice cracking like a little bitch, like I'm getting emotional. But anyways, Kyle Style Design over at redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Kyle Style Design. Check me out on Instagram. I'm on, uh, I'm at, it's Kyle underscore style underscore podcast. I'm on Twitter. I'm at K Style Podcast. Uh, check out, I'm on Stitcher. I'm on iTunes. I still recommend Podcast Addict. It's one of the best apps I've found for uh, consuming mass quantities of podcasts. It's a gift I'll give to you. Go check that out. And uh, or if you if you if you want to support me with just a, a little something, go over to the GoFundMe page. Throw me a couple of dollars. And. Look forward to one more check-in with me before the end of the year. And, uh, man, I hope you all have a happy happy Christmas. I guess you can say that. Happy Christmas. A Merry Christmas. Don't eat too much, but eat a lot. I mean, eat a lot, but not too much. Drink a lot, but not too much. Give a lot of gifts, and hopefully you get a lot of gifts. And if you are like me, and you, uh, you know, you maybe you're spending Christmas alone, here's what you do. You, uh, you you scrape the resin out of your pipe because your dealer ain't answering the phone. And you go get a six-pack of something, whatever. You sit down and you watch It's a Wonderful Life, all right? And you eat an uh, uh, um, oven pizza, all right? And you drink your beer and, uh, and smoke some resin, maybe some good weed if you have it. And you just watch It's a Wonderful Life and watch it by yourself and just let, it, let yourself cry like a little bitch. When all the little sad points happen, and let yourself feel happy at the end, and just remember that you you know next year you'll find a you'll find a place to go. Next year you'll have more of that family and that uh, that festive spirit, right? <laughs> all right, I have some more to go this Christmas though, the girlfriend and the family and and all that stuff. So thanks for listening. Merry Christmas.